0: Welcome to episode 38 of the Lonely Fan Sports Show. I'm Josh Anderson. In this episode, we will talk about the NHRA race in Atlanta. This was the final race at the Atlanta Dragway. This was the Lucas Oil NHRA Southern Nationals. A lot of people were emotional for this race, and so it was the final event. When researching this event uh, in the sale, the NHRA kind of sold it, and it was pretty much when reading between the lines, it's going to be sold into houses. And, and that's extremely sad, but when you have land and a lot of people want houses being built in this market, it's kind of sad and a lot of different history into this race and well, it's just it's it's extremely unfortunate, but that's the uh, decision that's being made and uh, you know sometimes shit happens. but um, as we move on here, Uh, There's other tracks that we need to support. When you look at the amount of fans that were at this racetrack, it was amazing to see. And it's just too bad. When you look at the uh, press release by the NHRA for this event, they said that uh, the amount of money that they made, they are going to invest into their other racetracks. uh, Pomona, Gainesville, and uh, the... uh, the Indianapolis racetrack so hopefully they continue to invest and they don't sell the other tracks uh, the other tracks on the circuit are privately owned so hopefully they don't they, they do not sell but either way the racing was extremely good I know this review is kind of late and uh, they already have another race coming up this weekend which is going to be a 4 wide but I uh, still plan and I uh, got this review in I'm going to get this review in anyway. So, when looking at this race, uh, looking at top field, uh, Antron Brown finally gets it done. Wins a race. Uh, Antron Brown, obviously, uh, last few years, even though he's the most successful, one of the most successful racers in the class, uh, uh, before uh, Steve Torrance's domination, uh, finally gets it done and even defeats Steve Torrance in the final round. Uh... Ran better, and even uh, reaction time was better. Ran a 375 at 325 miles per hour. Uh, pretty much ran better than the entire competition. Uh, Brittany ran, I mean, a little better than the semifinals when he, when he beat her. But uh, other than that, he dominated the field. Pretty much the qualifying was okay, but overall, in general, he... Looked good, sounded good, and he he defeated heavy hitters throughout the entire event. He he beat Doug Coletta in round one, Billy Torrance in round two, uh, Brittany Forrest in the semis, and Steve Torrance in the final round. Uh, that's realistically, that's that's pretty much what you look for in a great round event, and he moved up to second in the points and that's pretty much where you need to be in title contention i I know it's only pretty much the third event of the year but that's realistically where you need to be you need to keep pace with steve torrance no matter what you do and that's uh, the closest person that has been able to do that at any point and steve Torrance's run has been doug coletta but or you know, Brittany Forrest for uh, before Steve went on this three-year tear, but uh, Antron's biggest struggle has been getting out of the first round, and so far this year he has been able to do that. And in this race, he won, and good for him. Uh, for Steve Torrance, uh, he was able to get to the final round, and even though he didn't win the race, he has been able to get the points lead. And he's looking like he could... Outside of this last to Antoine Brown, uh, he's looking great. And uh, if I'm the field, if if he's getting to the final round, I, I would be scared. So we'll have to see what this means for him. Now, he had to have a great round win against Justin Ashley because Ashley had a 39 light... In the second round, Torrance had the 53 light, which is a great light too, and he had a 377. So that was a uh, very weary there for Steve. But overall, in general, Steve still had uh, a solid day. Ran, and, and a 379 in the final was a good number. It's just you know he lost you know a 375 in uh in, in the in the final round. Uh, Brittany Force uh, lost in the semis. Uh, you know, the one thing, uh, it, it's in all my podcasts this year. When referring to Britney, it's just she's got to get better on on her reaction time. When you look at her reaction times so far, they've kind of been stuck around the eight point eight, point seven, point seven. And when you look at the competition around her, that's not going to get it done. And I, I don't, she's gonna have to work on that. And when you, she's had a great car so far this entire season, and that's kind of cost her. So until she improves her reaction time, th- losing in the first or second round is gonna start affecting her in the points, and it kind of already has. Now she's fifth in points and 113 points down, she should be further up. But because of her reaction time issues, uh, she's behind in the points, and that you know she's gonna make the countdown. That's not gonna be a problem. But if she doesn't fix her reaction time problem later on, um, it's it's gonna nail her, and she's not gonna have a chance to win the championship. Uh, Sean Langdon had some issues in the semifinals. Uh, He. It's good to see him back in the top fuel class. I, it's it's kind of sad that the uh, funny car situation didn't work out for him, but you can definitely tell he's more comfortable in the uh, top fuel class. Um, Mike Salinas, uh, he uh, lost in the or he red lighted, had some issues. Obviously, he needs to correct that because he did have a better car than uh, Sean Langdon in the uh, round two. Justin Ashley. Great light when you lost to Steve Torrance in uh, round two. Uh, It's just one of those things where Justin Ashley will win multiple, probably will win multiple events this year. It's just when you are going up against a three-time straight champion, you just need to be that, his, his car is just a better car. That's, you just, Throw everything at the kitchen sink at it because uh, it's just going to be hard to beat Steve Torrance at this point. It's just when, when Tony Schumacher was on his run, you could you could be perfect, and he's just better. So, uh, Josh Hart returned. Uh, obviously, he he won the first race of the season. Uh, they did an interview at the uh, broadcast. He said even though he won, he he was he's I guess he's only going to be doing a limited event. A run, and that's unfortunate. But uh, even though he won, he's they're gonna be only be doing this, uh, as I just said, a limited schedule. But he wants to be competitive, and good, good for him. Uh, Billy Torrance, uh, same as Brittany, uh, bad reaction times, and you know, even though Antoine Brown ran better than him, uh, that ninety-five reaction time it is not good um round one losses Doug Coletta uh it's not a good way to not a good way to lose in round one uh that's gonna be disappointing there they made a kind of announcement on the broadcast they had some crew chief change or sorry crew member changes so um that's gonna panic me a little bit even though he's kind of finished second in the points last few years changing crew members around again is kind of. A little worrisome, if you ask me. And then any other notable riders? Uh, Clay Millikan had a mechanical issue in the uh, first round. That's got to be disappointing for him, especially. I think they had Walmart as a sponsor there handing out COVID vaccines. So that's got to be disappointing for him. And then uh, Sean Langdon beat uh, Leah Pruitt, who had, uh, she had like uh, some type of a double step issue uh going on there so she has to be disappointed there because she obviously had a good car going into the weekend and this is a big year for her and she's got to start kind of stepping up because she's kind of kind of been at the same point in her career and you kind of want her to edge forward but she's kind of been a little bit stagnant lately and it's just kind of like kind of need to be a little bit going forward uh when you look at the um top field points. Uh, Steve Torrance is leading. He has a 28-point lead over Anton Brown. Sean Langdon is third. Billy Torrance is fourth. Brittany Force is fifth. Josh Hart is sixth. Doug Coletta is seventh. Justin Ashley is eighth. Leah Pruitt is ninth. Clay Milliken is tenth. Uh, Mike Salinas is eleventh. Doug Foley is twelfth. Um, it's going to be interesting to see where this points battle is going to be. Josh Hart is sixth he's only going to be doing a limited schedule Schedule, but if he does well on his limited schedule races and Mike Selena does not it will be interesting to see where they line up in points alright moving on to a funny car Bob Tasca two race winners in a row what's going on here uh Good for him. Uh, I did not see this coming. Uh, First race of the year, he beats Matt Hagen. I thought maybe it was kind of a fluke, but no, it's not. He's um, the best I have ever seen Bob Tasca ever race. And uh, he is a championship contender for the 2021 season. And he has to be proud of himself. And he is making the Ford brand proud. Um, he looked great all day. And uh, By the way, he also beat Matt Hagen again in this race. Uh, qualified two looked great. Uh, uh, round one against Paul Lee was a little rough, but the rest of his rides were on point. And uh, no complaints there. Beat John Force. Uh, I thought John was going to win just because John, even though John qualified rough, only 11th, he looked great. The, every one of his races and improved every one of his races but Bob uh, looked looked great, got the race win and uh, took the points lead I don't even remember Bob Tasca ever having the points lead and he does so John Forrest runner up uh, John Forrest obviously with not racing last year he um, he's looking solid and uh, John Moved up to fourth in points, and that's all that you can ask for. The one weakness John has had when he hasn't won the championship is not qualifying well. And if uh, he can get away with not or not qualifying well, but also losing in round one, if John can not lose in round one and just move forward, he has a better way of. I mean, he'll he'll be fine. And uh, either way, both drivers look well. Uh, JR Todd just lost a little to a little lesser of a guy. And then, like I said, Matt Hagan, uh, he just a little bit late on the light there against Bob Tasca. He had a better car in the semis. It's just you got to be a little bit better of a light. That's that's all I'll say there. Um, Ron Caps lost against a better car against John. Um, Robert Hyde didn't qualify well and smoked the tires against Matt Hagan in round one. That's going to be disappointing. Probably the weakest I've seen Robert Hyde's car going back a long time. Maybe that was a little bit of a fluke towards him. Uh, Tim Wilkerson a little bit down on power against Matt Hagan in round two. The only highlight I guess in Funny Car, uh, well, Lexus Soria, uh, comment on her. She had a little bit of a weird staging malfunction in round one against J.R. Todd. Uh, she was uh, on the broadcast. She highlighted the fact that how disappointed she was. And uh, hopefully she gets it corrected. It was really weird. It did a... Basically, it didn't even acknowledge that she staged. It, the ball was flickering, and then it red-lighted her. Um, only 14 funny cars lined up for this race. That that was a uh, pretty scary... Uh, and it's only being like the third race of the year. And I, I understand that this is in Atlanta, but you kind of hope that there would be more cars there. Uh, points lead. Bob Tasca has a 60-point lead over J.R. Todd. Matt Hagen is third. John Forrest is fourth. Uh, Ron Capps is fifth. Robert Height is sixth. Tim Wilkerson is seventh. Alexis DeJoria is eighth. Cruz Peppergun is ninth. Blake Alexander is tenth. Um... 11th is uh, Jim Campbell. Terry Haddock is 12th. All right, gone to pro stock. Greg Anderson gets the final win of the Atlanta Dragway race. Uh, Looked dominant all day. Qualified number one. uh, Dominated the field. Uh, He ran, was consistently in the 650s. Not much else you can really say about that ride. He, uh, the only thing else that you could really say was the surprise of the competition he... F- oh, by the way, I believe he tied Warren Johnson for all-time victories at the track. Um, I, I believe he made the comment in the broadcast he wished he would open up the, the race one more time. The only uh, surprise was that he f- faced Vincent Nobile. Uh, Vincent came back, and Vincent looked great. Yeah, he... You kind of think that maybe Vincent would would have won a championship by now, and how talented of a driver he would. But he always seemed to there that would always be a maybe a performance issue or like a, not having maybe the best equipment all the time has always kind of held Vincent back. But either way, uh, Greg won. Vincent got the runner up. It, I really wish Vincent would have maybe that maybe that car the rest of the season, see what he could do with it. But uh, for Greg, he beat, uh, I think, his only championship contender in Erica Enders in round two, or sorry, I mean in the semis. So he had to be happy with that. Uh, Everything else about the class was was so slow. I, I mean, when we talk about, unfortunately, with the pro stock class, the only, I hate to say this, but the only person that he has Greg Anderson has to worry about is Erica Enders, and with defeating her, she's now 79 points back, and that's realistically because of her first round loss from the first race of the year. So, going to the points, she's 79 points back, uh, Derek Kramer is third, Aaron Stanfield is fourth, Mason McGehee is fifth, Kyle Krusecki is sixth, Troy Coughlin is seventh, Matt Hartford is eighth, uh, Kenny Dalco was ninth, and Chris McGehee is tenth. ProSuck Bike, um, I'm going to say this again. The one disappointment that I have in in the broadcast, and there's not many, but the that they didn't really, again, highlight the first race of the season, that you don't mention that Andrew Hines and uh, Eddie Krawick aren't racing the first race of the year. And why? Because you, know, you don't mention that Harley Davidson is pulling out of the sport? You, you don't mention that? But either way, uh, they're back in they racing. But that doesn't matter. Uh, they're nowhere to be found in the finals because Scotty Paul Jack wins. Uh, Matt Smith, uh, your champion of last season, uh, red lights with a point zero zero one light. Uh, disappointing because he outran Paul with, with a uh, Matt Smith ran a six eighty one. Paul ran a six ninety two. Matt Smith ran two hundred miles per hour too. Um, uh, you know, Matt, if, if Eddie ran a better light, this was a situation where he probably would have lost because Eddie ran a better light and a better amount per hour, but obviously Matt ran a better light. So Matt's running a pretty good year. Matt has a points lead by three points, even though he lost with, uh, Matt regained the points lead, but either way, uh, Scotty, Sky's looking pretty well this season. He uh, he uh, pretty much won. Uh, he beat uh, last week's winner in Ryan O'Leary, beat Jerry Sauvage who's struggling a little bit, he beat Andrew Angel Sanpe, and beat uh, beat Matt Smith. So pretty good. Um, Ed, Eddie Kraywick made it to the semifinals. Uh, looks like he's going to be extremely competitive this year. He's just got to get into the countdown to the championship. Andrew Sampe, uh looked to be a little bit off in the semis. Uh, the bike kind of veered towards the left, or veered to the direction, so she lost a little miles per hour there, too. Uh, Andrew Hines was off in E.T. Eddie Krawick, uh won there. So when looking at the bike's points lead. Uh, Matt Smith has a three-point lead over Scottie Polacek. Ryan O'Leary is 14 behind. Angel Sampeh is 78 points behind in fourth. Steve Johnson, fifth. Corey Reed, sixth. Seventh is Angie Smith. Uh, Karen Sorfer is eighth. Joey Gladstone is ninth. Kevin Klotz is tenth. Jerry Savas, 11th. Eddie Krawick is 12th. And then uh, Andrew Hines is 17th. So that points lead is going to get tight here with the schedule coming up now this week's weekend the four wides are coming up so it'll be interesting to see where we go with that um i will have a review of that here coming up this weekend uh coming up on my podcast i'm not going to do any more tonight but uh i'll have a falcon and the winter soldier season one review i will have teen titan teen titans I have the Titan season one review, and then I will briefly talk about the American Flat track race. I've yet to watch the Justice League Snyder cut, but uh, I will watch that and give a review of that. And then um, that uh, Zack Snyder zombie movie is coming out on Netflix, so give a review of that as well. So, anyway, thank you for listening to my NHRA Atlanta Dragway review, and thank you for listening.